interrupt this program for an important news announcement. Do you love movies? Of course you do. You're listening to Black Girl Film Club. But let me tell you about one of our favorite shops called Super Yaki. The team at Super Yaki loves movies so much that they've dedicated every waking moment of their lives to bringing you top quality merchandise to showcase your love of movies. You can get a super soft, eco-friendly t-shirt or even a collectible enamel pin featuring your favorite directors such as Guillermo del Toro or Martin Scorsese. The team at Super Yaki screen prints all their apparel using eco-friendly 100% water-based inks and ships using compostable poly mailers so you get to show off your swag while being friendly to the earth. And as a special gift, Black Girl Film Club listeners can save 10% on their order with code BG Film Club, that's capital B G F I L M C L U B, all caps, no spaces, at checkout. Check out Super Yaki at superyaki.com, that's S U P E R Y A K I. Now let's watch more movies. Quiet on set. Places, everybody. And action. listening to black girl film club a podcast where two black women discuss movies i'm Brittany, and i'm ashley live from and her on closet this week- <laughs> <laughs> on this week's episode we're discussing point break from 1991 directed by katherine bigelow so we're back again besties with our bestie yeah shooting at your bestie surfing with your bestie loki falling in love with your bestie jumping out of planes with your bestie with no parachute looking ass (laughs) (laughs) i saw that shit and i was like excuse me (laughs) it's it's serious but it's never that serious is it and apparently it was (sighs) you know bodie johnny utah (laughs) um from the oh see he he's not from ohio (laughs) because it is the Ohio State University, and I don't even fuck with Ohio State like that, and I know that. So yeah, yeah, he's supposed to be a Midwest kid, but yeah, I mean, he might be lying. We don't really know much yeah, about. He's with the FBI, John of Utah, Johnny Utah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess I should go into like this is my pick. This is the second part of my picks. This month, and as we talked about in our Hot Fuzz episode, this is kind of like, um, I like interesting takes on action movies, right? Um, because I think, like, of course, we talked about it in Hot Fuzz, but like, Hot Fuzz is very, like, a silly version of an action movie. Like, it's an action movie that doesn't take itself too seriously, which I feel like this kind of does, but also kind of doesn't because the premise is um both serious and ridiculous at the same time and then um and then just keanu reeves as an action star which now i think is very commonplace but he is kind of a different type of action star i would i would argue especially like in the early 90s like we'd had a lot of established sort of um tropes and archetypes for action stars and he was just like a little bit different um because i mean like when you look at keanu reeves do you see like buff 
guy that will beat your ass down? Not really. And he's different. And we talked about like traditional action stars a little bit when we talked about Die Hard. Yes. Um, because Bruce Willis wasn't your traditional action star at that particular point in time because that was made in the late 80s. And he was against tight because he wasn't buff and fit. He was just like a dude. He was a dad. He was like... An everyman. Yeah. Um, and he was petite um, <laughs> compared to everybody else. Yes. And he was like, mm, this man can't fight a million dudes in a, in a, in a building. Like, he can't do this. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was against type at that particular time and with Keanu for the early 90s that was different and it became a thing for him because he was like a whoa bro yeah type yeah he, action dude he was known as being uh Ted and yeah <laughs> from Theodore the wild Logan, one half of the wild science and um I feel like that and, like, a couple other roles kind of followed him around a lot until he started doing stuff, which is also interesting to me because I'm trying to remember when he did My Private Idaho because... The same year as this. And as Bill and Ted. Bogus Journey. Oh. oh, well, I feel like Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey might have been... It feels contractual. I don't know if it was, but for something about something about that movie just feels very contractually obligated. Um, you know, I don't know if they were really doing them like that back then. Um, naked actors. <laughs> we'll give you part of the toy profits if you act in this movie again. So I I also think that Keanu Reeves doesn't get enough credit for being as versatile as he is because he's doing action movies, he's doing art house movies, he's doing whatever the hell that was in 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 uh, in Dracula. <laughs> Which is he was trying it in Dracula. Girl, he was trying hard now. Not to say I don't enjoy it. That movie is a slog in general, and not just because of him. It's just really long. <laughs> it feels the costumes, of course, are beautiful, but mm-hmm. um and you know the art direction and everything. Shout out to my girl, um, Ishioko uh Iko. But um yeah, girl. <laughs> I don't, Bram Stoker, you can always quit that one. You don't have to watch that one. But, like, I think that that he just kind of, I don't know, just, like, gave you a different different version of an action star that didn't feel so, like, super perfect and, like, like he wasn't, like, a, I don't think he had, like, as many, like, sort of wisecracks as, like, Bruce Willis's character. He has a few, but I feel like his is more, like, internally intense rather than just being, like, you know, some dude that, like, you can clearly, like, tell he went to war or whatever <laughs> or something like that. Like, he wasn't giving you Stallone and he wasn't giving you, uh, like, Schwarzenegger or anybody else. It was kind of a little bit, a little softer. Also, like, a lot of those stars were, like, your dad that they like at that time they they were your manly man like yeah god damn it (laughs) yeah they're super manly and they're super like i don't know like peak american masculinity um like god damn it we're gonna take this shit down (laughs) god damn it and 
This is just like a way back, like, this is your peer if you're Gen X. Like, this is your peer is this type. Is this like your peer? Like, if you're Gen X, like, is this the one who bought in when they all started buying in? Remember they thought they were the re- the rebels? <laughs> and they Yeah, because, I mean, you got a red hot chili pepper in this shit. So, yeah. Was he? Oh, he wasn't, wasn't, um, is it Anthony Wright? Anthony Kiedis in his. Yeah, I missed, I missed his part. I feel like he was one of the, was he? He was one of the rival gang. Okay. So, yeah. So, I missed his little robe. I remember he was in this one. I just didn't catch him because there's a lot of long hair. A lot of long hair. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You had that blush. <laughs> that sex mask in here. Um, also, like, is a character named Bodie. So, like, Gen X. Like, this is what that is. This is that. His name is Bodie. I thought that was very interesting, given what what it's short for. Because it's all, um, you know, part of Buddhism and stuff like that. And I thought that was very interesting. That he chose that, or I—I I don't know. Just I—they I, all have nicknames. I don't know if they're like chosen or whatever. But I just thought that was quite uh, intriguing that you would call yourself mm-hmm. a bodhisattva. And I'm like, oh, you say you real, you real in tune <laughs> to the everything to earth, and and you feel like you're that close to being so enlightened or whatever. And I'm like, okay, dude, I guess. And I bet it's a whole bunch of like 29, 28, 27, 26 years old, like 26 year olds now named Bodie right now. I hope not. Girl, I hope not. I bet it. I bet. And some Johnny Utahs. <sighs> now, you know, a lot of people were calling their kids like Montana and shit by the, I mean, by the mid 90s. I mean, it's probably, you know, some Dakotas. Yeah, Dakota, that some was Montana. it. Now, that, it's a Johnny Utah. Dakota was like a very, uh, like a very gender neutral name. So I feel like there was boys and girls named Dakota. Dakota goes off as a name. It is, you know, I, 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 I agree. I agree. Even though every time somebody's named Dakota, it was always like mm-hmm. a, bowl, mm-hmm. a bowl cut involved <laughs> or mm-hmm. something. Dakota goes off as a name. Or what is that haircut? The curtains? The mm, the little mm-hmm. The Sean Hunters and the The mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it was one of those. But um but yeah, I don't know the origin of Johnny Utah. I wish I did. They were even gonna call the movie Johnny Utah and I was like, ooh child, I hope so. I'm so glad you didn't. <laughs> I would have watched Johnny Utah. <laughs> I'm sorry. They only did. I think they only did do it because it doesn't sound like a surfer movie. And point. No, it sounds like that. Sounds like a Clint Eastwood. It does. It sounds very John Wayne ish. Very aggressively white supremacist. (laughs) Like Clint Eastwood stars in Johnny Utah. I can hear it. Yeah, I can see it. Mm -hmm. Wrestling up cattle or whatever Mm -hmm. stuff and. I don't know, Rescuing Damsels? I don't know. I've only seen one Clint Eastwood movie, so I don't really... <laughs> i just seen, like, um, called Play Misty for Me, which goes off. It's a good movie, like... But let's not get into that. I've seen The Good, The uh, the Bad, and The Ugly, which is a long-ass movie and also has brown face, but... Oh. I know. Yeah, uh-huh. one of the guys, uh, Eli Wallach, he was, like, a really... He had a really long career, I believe. 
Um, and he was in that movie, and that dude was white. <laughs> ah, Hollywood, you will pay for your crimes one of these days. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed the movie, but also I was like, uh, you're, it's not without its flaws. But this, I feel like, like if you have that type of guy, like a Clint Eastwood type, and then you had like something like a, I don't know, like a. Stallone type, maybe. I think mm-hmm. like Johnny Utah's somewhat in the middle ish, mm-hmm. where maybe leaning more towards the Clint Eastwood because he's very like he's very like aloof sometimes. Um, but he doesn't seem like he's like super all the way confident all the time because he'd always be worried <laughs> about this shit, and then um. And then he's definitely not some dude where I'm like, oh, you're just going to, like, rip off your shirt and shit. I don't even think you see him shirtless. Who? Oh, well, you do see him shirtless because he's, like, you know, Keanu. Oh. I thought you were talking about Clint Eastwood's titties. No. I hope I never do. (laughs) I'm talking about Keanu. Because, you know, it's kind of, like, standard now that if you're doing anything action-related, you got to have at least one shirt scene. Shirtless scene. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I guess the premise of this, I talked about the premise being kind of ridiculous, and to me it is, but <laughs> it's about a FBI agent by the name of Johnny Utah, Johnny Utah um, <laughs> <laughs> who uh, graduates from Quantico, um, joins the FBI, and he transfers to the uh i guess la robbery division or i don't know he's working somewhere with with robberies um and uh he's on the hunt for this group of of bank robbers by the name of ex-presidents which i kept calling them dead presidents but they weren't dead at the time so (laughs) i mean i don't think any of them reagan wasn't dead yet Oh, and I mean, it was nice to one. You right? Yeah, he they had just got out the the afterglow of that situation. They just tiptoed out the door. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> um. So yeah, so th- this is th- a group of bank robbers that go to various banks. They've hit up a lot of banks, like thirty banks in like three years, which is like ten banks a year. It's a lot of banks because usually you don't get past your first, <laughs> but um. Mm-hmm. They uh, are robbing banks pretty... As Cleo. <laughs> Girl, how many banks did they uh, rob in? What? Like two. <laughs> and set it off. And they got, I think they tried that third, right? And that was when everything mm. went to shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but for some reason, they just have not been able to catch these robbers because they're like in and out in 90 seconds. And um, so Johnny is kind of put on the case and he teams up with one Gary Busey. Um, Angelo Pappas. Girl, this name. These names are pulled out of hats. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody passed around a hat and said, let <laughs> pick two. Uh, and so, yeah, he they team up and um, discover that, or at least they're they're trying to go with a theory that um, Gary Busey's character has. I cannot call him anything about Gary Busey. I'm so sorry. Um, that this, You could call him Jake Busey Daddy, please. No, please, no. <laughs> We were the father of JPC. No, Brittany has a special like I don't know obsession, concern, 
vengeance upon Gary Busey or sorry, Jake Busey. <laughs> <laughs> she can't even get the words out. <laughs> I mean, it's Jake Busey. I don't know why. It's just Jake Busey. He got them chompers. <laughs> That remind me of my favorite YouTube, meaning my TikToker, <laughs> you know. I'm not going to say who my favorite TikToker is. No, we, but we know. I know. If you know them chompers, you know who it is. These are, uh, what's his fault? Uh, Grandpa Simpson's dentures in Santa's little helper's mouth. And <laughs> <laughs> both. <laughs> Why isn't Brittany a dentist? This is my question. I mean. The way right. she talks about teeth. I, I Teeth be nice sometimes. sometimes. Like I, I love teeth, y'all. Sometimes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love teeth. She loves teeth. She admits it now. Uh, so, um, yeah, so they team up on this theory that Gary Busey has, which is that the um, robbers are actually surfers. And so John- mm. Johnny Utah goes deep undercover uh, to figure out if this is a true, I guess, well, really to just figure out if, these are the robbers that they're looking for. And then, yeah, he turns into a surfing, surfing nut. Mm-hmm. Shit pop off. Shit does pop off several times. I also forgot people did die <laughs> in this movie. And I was like, oh, shit, this is not good. <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I guess the backstory on this is, I mean... None of these people knew how to surf, so they all had to learn how to surf, which I find it interesting that Keanu didn't know how to surf, but again, I feel like that might be me projecting his character of Ted on him, because he's just such a... I'm sorry, he's really good at that role. <laughs> I think we all rec- recognize that. He's really good at that um, kind of b- yeah. burnout, not all, elevator not going all the way up type of guy. Um but yeah, he got into surfing. Patrick Swayze didn't know how, and he got into it. And I don't think I think he did most of his own stunts, which resulted in him breaking four ribs or cracking four ribs. Which, hmm. I mean, sir. And then, <laughs> um, this is also you mentioned Lori Petty's. I don't think this is her first movie, but this is like one of her big, like her one of her earliest things she worked on. And I feel like if you don't know who Lori Petty is, she Tank Girl. Yeah, that's all I could hear. <laughs> she is Tank Girl. She Tank Girl. That's all I could hear when I watched this. I was like, oh, wow. That, yeah, that voice is unmistakable. <laughs> um, which Tank Girl is an experience that if you haven't watched it, you just have to. I can't really tell you what it's about because what is it about? I mean, yeah, she tank girl. If you're new to it, she's in Orange is the New Black. Yeah, she is. I forget what her character's name is, but she's like... She has glasses. Yeah, she's one of the older ladies. Not mm-hmm. She doesn't really hang out with the older ladies, but she's like kind of one of the older ladies, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot she was in... Girl, Orange is the New Black was a moment, and then it wasn't. Mm-hmm. They had everybody up in there. They had um, Captain Janeway was on. Yes, Captain Jane. Captain J away from Star Trek. Mm. So yeah, they had everybody on Orange knew that. What? Right. Yeah. So um yeah, if you as soon as you hear her voice, you'll recognize it for the rest of your life. Like, no lie. Um 
And then I don't really know how Catherine Bigelow and James Cameron, who was her husband at the time, came up with this whole thing. Because I, I don't think they wrote the initial draft, but I think they, like, kind of reworked it. Um, which I also find very interesting. I mentioned last episode that I really want to watch Near Dark. Still have not found it. It's hard to find. It's such... We talked about it at the end of the last episode, but it's such a good movie. It was streaming on, like, Hulu a couple years ago. It was. Yep. Um, It was, I think, on Filmstruck at one point, or at least maybe Criterion Channel, and I missed it because I was being slow. So, if you It's a cowboy western with vampires, and it stars, like, Bill Paxton, and it stars, um, I be calling that man Nathan Petrelli. He upset the Dixie Chicks. They got a whole song about him. Okay. If Dixie Chicks mad at you, child. <laughs> so. You're on, the, mm. you're on the wrong side if you mm-hmm. upset the chicks. Also, I realize I'm calling them Dixie Chicks, but that's what they is now. They changed their name because, you know. But y'all know. Yeah. Um, and I... Uh, I also find it interesting. Well, she's got, I feel like her filmography is pretty action oriented Mm -hmm. because like some of these I don't recognize, but like Point Break and then you have K-19, The Widowmaker several years later. She had a few films in between then. Um, The Hurt Locker, Zero Dark Thirty, which I think is what she, oh no, she won for The Hurt Locker. I feel like she's the only woman that's ever won Best Director, first and only woman, and that was... No. No? Who is it? Best Director, not Best Picture. I thought Chloe Zhao. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, so she's not the only, but she is the first, I want to say? Or more than likely. Girl, the ghetto. Yes, okay. So it is the first... Um, and Chloe is now the second, and that is over 10 years apart. (laughs) Ah, love progress. So, um, and then I think she kind of slipped up with Detroit. That's not an appropriate movie. It's not a good movie from what I've heard. Um. Also, I don't think that's an appropriate director. Yeah. To tell that appropriate, that story. All of that, all of it seemed like it was wrong (laughs) from the very start. Um, So that didn't really go well. And that's probably been her last, like, that was the last thing she directed. And that was in 2017. Last film she directed. So, uh, yeah, I don't really know what she's doing lately. Maybe hanging out, chilling. But, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, she seems to be more... On the action side of things, which I think is very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Or at least thrillers, too. Because um, most of the times you expect women. I don't think people ever, ex- like, the way people argue about American Psycho and being all this stuff. And I was like, y'all do realize that movie was directed by a woman as well. And <laughs> let me tell y'all this. Really quickly, American Psycho is, like... The director is the best thing. She did the best thing to that. Girl, I've heard work. so much about that book. A whole chapter on how he felt about the greatest boring. love of all. <laughs> um, I because we've talked about my habits. What habits? Oh no. 
We talked about how I used to watch funny games um, and yeah, you're... murder by numbers a lot, right? Yeah, murder by numbers is horrible, by the way. <laughs> we talked about murder by numbers and funny games. Also, around that time, I used to watch American Cycle a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Like a lot. It's a lot for a film. Like often. But I think like at least once a week. Okay, Brittany, I felt you have to tell us she watched it a lot. She's fucking crazy. (laughs) (laughs) But she um I feel like it's very I think people sort of assume if they're watching an action movie that they're watching or thriller or something with a lot of murder or something that they're watching a movie by a man. And most times you are, but sometimes you're not. Yeah. But, like, with the American Psycho, yeah, like, the book is boring. And the movie helps it a lot. Yeah, I've heard, of, uh, aside from the fact that he sounds like a fucking asshole, like the writer, but no, he also, is. the book <laughs> is not very interesting. It's not good. It seems very much like a vanity project. And I'm like, please, take it to your journal, sir. But, yeah, she did that because, Lord... Did nobody want to hear about how much you like Whitney Houston that much? <laughs> like, we all like Whitney Houston, but why do I want to wax poetic on your, like, don't want to hear that shit? A whole chapter? On how your serial killing ass likes Whitney Houston? Please. But we got Johnny Utah. We do have Johnny of the Utahs. And he starts... His first day, fresh out of Quantico, like my girl Clarice. <laughs> That's what it kind of reminded me of, because she showed up fresh to work, like, yes, I'm ready to solve these crimes. <laughs> and Johnny Utah kind of showed up the same way. Yeah, he's very, like, nice, clean, put together. It did remind me of when he kind of cleans up his act in um, my private Idaho, or my own private Idaho um oh. and I was like, oh, this is the asshole haircut. I see. <laughs> um, but they were like their boss is Scrubs. Detective Scrubs is back. Um, um John C. McGinley. Yeah. He's back. Is before he their goes, boss. Before he goes to terrorize everybody else and set it off. He he's their boss. And he's like, Yeah, okay. We're going to pair you together with a piece of shit. We're going to pair you with Pappas. Yeah, I guess and this just was... didn't really fuck with him. like Because they kept calling him a blue flame something. I don't know what that means. I feel like it's cop speak um, for somebody who just thinks they're a hot shot. Maybe. But they don't seem to like him from the jump. But I'm like, he just got there and shit. <laughs> I, I don't know. They're very weird. Uh, cop stuff is weird. They don't like, you know, they don't like new people. They have to put you through all these paces and shit. And I'm just like, isn't it just, it's just a job. Get the job done. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and they hate Pappas because he old. Yeah, they were making him dive for bricks. And I was like, damn shit, it's not the Marines. What are y'all doing? <laughs> Diving for bricks blindfolded. Mm-hmm. And he had his blindfold on. And he's talking shit like, yeah, they're going to pair me with this young little bastard named Johnny Unitas. <laughs> Johnny Unitas. <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, hey, your new partner is here. Yeah, what's up? And he's like, hey, it's me, Johnny. Johnny, Johnny Utah. <laughs> now, but what I thought was so funny about 
his like his theories on like how they're gonna catch everybody eventually like they work together to figure out like after this little faux pas like talking shit to the person to their face i mean hey um so at the scene of the crime, like they show a little bit of their crime in action, like the ex presidents. Um, <laughs> this sent me, Bruh, I was like to another realm. Not the ass, bruh. <laughs> they when they're robbing, like in the middle of robbing the bank, they moon the surveillance camera with a thank you on the cheeks. Yeah, I forgot that's what you call that mooning. And so Gary Busey, Pappas, pauses the video. Is like he is like leaning into the camp, like leaning into the Girl. TV screen because it's 1991. Exactly. He's like embiggin, exactly, because you know they didn't have no H. I don't even know HD wasn't even probably thought of yet. They were just probably happy to have color uh, <laughs> available and cable probably. Hadn't even really hit the scene yet for everybody yet. So he had to have a, like a magnifying glass. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't. I mean, in. security cameras nowadays don't even look that good. So oh, I'm talking no. shit. So maybe the technology really hasn't come that far. But he definitely was up on the screen. And I was like, what is he even looking at? <laughs> and he's like, if you look at them cheeks, if you look at this ass crack, if you look at this angle, if you see these tan lines, Girl, I was like, they are surfers. I was like, what tan lines? I was like, if you, you looking at these ass cheeks? Like, <laughs> that's, why, like, that's why they got him in that room by himself. <laughs> I was like, I know he is not like identify like how would you know they are surfer asses like how would you know this i don't know because like i mean so many men don't wear shirts so for lots of activities (laughs) so it's like i'm like i was like how you gonna be like boom that's a surfer ass right yeah i mean so many men you know, go shirtless to mow the lawn or to do whatever the hell. And I mean, I'm sure if you went and pulled some pants down around the block, you know, there'd be some bare asses, <laughs> some bright, shiny asses because everybody gets a tan like that. Like, like what are you talking about? So, um, but I think it's this combined with the, what was it, a soil sample he said that they found? It had traces of like oil and water and sand and some other shit. Oh, and they were like, we think they use sex grease or something. Sex wax, which is, I think, is a real thing because I've heard it re- referenced in other movies. Um, the one movie I am thinking of, like, off the top of my head is uh, <laughs> Charlie's Angels Full Throttle <laughs> because that is actually one of the things that they, again, they're finding a, a, a well, this is a killer surfer. Um, and they were, I think he had left, like, sex wax residue because he had been spreading it on his board it's supposed to be good for i don't know what sex wax would be in a sex way <laughs> but on boards they're good for like friction so you don't but okay probably so you don't like, go sliding off can of you it. Oh, i was gonna ask the question no, ask now. the question because i want to know what kind of evil demonic <laughs> deviant shit you're thinking of <laughs> <laughs> i know it's bad what is it Damn. What is it? No, what is it? What is it? This is a safe space. This is 
is not a safe space. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna say this is insane. This is not a safe space. Of course. But anyways, so they got the gooch grease. And oh, is that what you think it's for? <laughs> oh, for not chafing? They got the gooch grease and they take it to the surf shop. <laughs> There's like a, um, apparently like when he's reading it out, they said that there's a lot of different uses for it, which none of them were bodily uses. It was all like for your motor or something. It's just a lot of stuff. <laughs> but I think that the one they talk about is specifically, um, I believe it's Mr. Zog's sex wax, which is legit <laughs> for boards. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's also snowboard wax, so. So you got a lot going on. Oh, okay. It's actually the same sex wax, according to Wikipedia. And you got, oh. you got different flavors, too. Now, why you would need... I see. Why would you need flavors, bitch, when it's just going on the board? I mean, if you, like... <laughs> Maybe sense. Hit your face on it, I guess. I mean, there it is possible you will hit your face on your board. Um, I guess while you're learning. Or almost drowning. Like Johnny Utah does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Johnny Utah's not good at surfing, so he needs someone to mentor him. Yeah. I think, what do they do after they figure out that it's sex wax? Because I thought that was easy, interesting, too, that he just kind of went along with it. He was like, okay, yeah, that sounds right. Because <laughs> I think they also had, they found the car that they had abandoned um, and kind of, like, were trying to dissect it, and there was this whole... <laughs> There was this whole dramatic thing where they're yelling at each other. He's like, well, you're not dead yet, so just tell me a theory. <laughs> and I was like, this is this is only 11 minutes in, and it's very intense for no reason. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, they, they kind of settle on this fact that it's surfers, and so what's the next best thing to do but go to the beach? Mm-hmm. Where young John doesn't know how to serve. But um, I think because, like, first of all, I think it like these little sort of like subcultures, particularly around like a sport that you could genuinely hurt yourself and or die. Um, if you only carry around like the object of the sport, like people will really suspect you which i think is what gary Busey was trying to tell him like you can't just like carry this board around and have people think like you're a surfer like you need to get out there um because he was he seemed very content to just kind of (laughs) chill and walk around with the board under your arm but i'm like you can't do that people gonna notice that you're not in the water yeah you you gotta do it. It's the same with like skateboarding. You can't be a poser, dude. <laughs> I feel like it's the same with skateboarding and things like that. Where people look at you. You gotta do that kickflip, bitch. <laughs> What's that other thing? The Ollie? An Ollie? That's all I know. You got a Tony Hawk. Yeah, whatever Tony Hawk is famous for. You gotta do a 360. No, I think it. Well, I think at first it was a 360, and then I thought whatever, whatever's the next level up from that was the a new 780. Is that, what, is that what it adds up to? I guess it does. I, I think it does. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, basically, like, you can't, you like, you have to get out there. Like, you can't be, you know, 
you can't just be acting like you need to get into it so um I don't really know how he decided to get into the water but and I didn't even realize that was him at first I thought it was somebody else um but um Johnny almost drowns <laughs> And it's not funny, but like he really, I don't know what he was thinking. He was trying it. He tried it. Well, like, I mean, usually when you're learning how to surf, you learn on land first. So you get your sort of sea legs, you know, um, because there's a lot of coordination. You got to paddle. I have no upper body strength. So like this is already, this is a no go for me already. And then. Once you get out there um, and manage to somehow figure out how to catch a wave, if you do catch a wave, um, you have to get on your board, (laughs) pull your entire weight up so you land on your board without falling off your board and then ride the wave somehow. It was not, he bit off more heat than he could chew. Like immediately, because he was... (laughs) getting beat down i was like oh shit he's drowning he he needed somebody to come help him and was this the scene where he like ran into somebody no that was later so he he wasn't even on his board yet i don't know how it almost looked like he just kind of got flung off of it um but luckily miss uh what's her name tyler 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 um is out there surfing and manages to haul his ass to shore where she's yelling at him for being a dumbass. <laughs> and being like, what the fuck are you doing out here? Like, you don't need to be out here. Like, stay around. And she kind of, like, takes him in. Yeah. So this is the creepy thing. So I forget. I don't even know how he finds all this information out about her. Maybe from her... Le- her le- Could he the police? Girl. And this was in 91. Imagine what they know about you now. <laughs> He did a background check and he was like, do, do, do. He Google downloaded the iTunes federal <laughs> and we're going to figure out what the fuck that song is called. <laughs> I'm going to do my Googles tonight. <laughs> I don't, um, I feel like he looked at her license plate, maybe. He got all her business. But, Cause they, they never really, like he never really spoke to her and he didn't get in, like he didn't get her name or anything. She basically like cussed him out and then went back in the shore or went back in the water. And so I was just like, how did he find all this information out about her? Cause he knows like all the things that she's ever done, like, uh, like breaking the law regarding, I don't know. It wasn't like indecent exposure in a car or something like that. And I was like, well, that she was probably fucking it. She was fucking in the car. Maybe she was taking off her like surface stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to give her the benefit of the doubt. No, she probably was doing some stuff. You know, hard, I mean, hard partying I mean, and stuff. That's probably what. Never mind. <laughs> I mean, you never know. I mean, you know, it's fine. <laughs> Like, it's literally fine. <laughs> I forgot what the other things were, but it was, like, a list of stuff. So she'd be doing... She, she did a couple she'd things. Be, like she, she'd be not here. Had, like, um, she broke something. I don't, stole a couple things. Yeah, it's, it's like, petty theft. It's not, like, serious stuff where she's, like, in jail. or Not petty theft, but petty crime, sorry. Where she's not, like, but in jail. One thing that I liked about this film 
that you don't get in other films. Like sometimes in these kind of movies, like once they find all that stuff out about somebody, they were like, I'm going to use this against you if you don't help me. What the fuck is that about? (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to use your past against you like me. Oh my God. It's psychotic. It is literally psychotic. So you have to help me or I'll send you to jail or like some shit. It's like they okay. really will do that to you. They'll like figure out something that you did years and years ago, and they'll be like, "Well, we're gonna hang this over your head, and if you don't do, if you don't help us out, then you're going straight to prison." And it's just like, what kind? Like you have information on these bank robbers, and you didn't tell me, so you're aiding and abetting a crime. Like, bitch, I don't know who the fuck you are. <laughs> like what? It's so. But they didn't do that. It's very deceitful. Johnny Utah. Did not do no, that. but it's even worse because you know what he does. He figures out her parents are dead, and then goes back to. And she work at like a restaurant or something. She works somewhere near the beach, like everybody else does, and goes back there. And she's like, "Why are you here? Like, I have no reason. Like, please get out of my face." And he starts talking about like, "Oh, you know, I just really wanted to try to surf because, like, you know, my entire life I just like." live for my parents and then they both died and like i don't know what he said they died like a car crash or something i can't remember but like he's like they both died i just realized that you know you really have to start living life for yourself and i was like this is psychotic that's why she pulled that gun out on yeah i would pull my gun out on you too but like bitch like she you can immediately see her face being like oh like we have something in common i lost my parents like they she didn't tell them that she lost her parents but like clearly like it's something that she's sensitive to obviously because that's her parents and so like and she's probably like she's very young too so like um like i just felt like it was very deceitful in a way that i was like this is not cool Because if it was something else, it wasn't the cops. I mean, it's already deceitful because it's the cops. But it's like, what if you were just like a, like, what if you, I mean, this feels very like 2021. Like, trying to relate to people that you don't <laughs> really know that well. Don't, don't do that. Don't, don't bring that here. It's evil. It's This evil. is a safe space. Don't, don't bring that oh, here. Oh, now it's really a safe space. She wouldn't tell me what she wanted to say. <laughs> It's very, Don't bring that energy here. It's very evil. So, um, but yeah, she's like, yeah, I'll I'll train you. I'll teach you how to surf. Like, you know, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but like, sure, I'll help you. You know. Um. So he gets his training montage, basically. Mm-hmm. He learns how to do it. Mm-hmm. It takes him a while though, because she's like, you're gonna fucking fall on your face and stuff, and. I don't know why people think surfing is easy. I don't think anything about the ocean is easy or simple. I'm like, aside from having the strength to swim out there and then the patience to wait for a good wave. They got jellyfish out there. That's not even the only fucking thing. <laughs> also sharks. Like, I, me on a basic level, jellyfish. Major level sharks i remember when i was growing up um there was like a big thing about stingrays i don't know when i don't know if that was just because like when i was a kid or is it that's always Steve Irwin? no it was just like like i don't know i think there's a certain time during like 
the warmer months when like stingrays would come to like the sh- like closer to the shore probably to breed or something like that and like if you stepped I was like the stingrays get horny everything gets horny Brady that's how the world keeps spinning I mean I know but I think they come closer to the shore probably to breed or whatever um that's my assumption but um yeah we had to shuffle our feet that's what we were told shuffle your feet when you're on the sand like when you're in that shallower part of the of the water um because us being like younger kids like we weren't gonna be out like real far or whatever but yeah they were like shuffle your feet there's a possibility you could step on a stingray and i was like (laughs) what (laughs) wow yeah it's cool being a florida kid (laughs) that was what i had to do i have I'm from Ohio. Yeah. It was like Johnny Utah. Johnny Utah. Um, he sounds like he smokes Marlboros. He's like the Marlboro <laughs> Man. What is the Marlboro Man's name? The Marlboro Man? His name is Lucian. <laughs> <laughs> of all the names. <laughs> Lucian Marlboro. <laughs> of all the fucking names, bruh. <laughs> We are psychotic today, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's real hot in here. So this is oh, this is where I am today. Get a fan. I don't want you to die. <laughs> Let's get a fan so you can fan yourself. I'm gonna get one. Get a church fan. Get a piece of paper. I'm gonna get one. Um, I guess going back to what I was talking about with surfing and the ocean, and it's just not, it doesn't seem like a very easy task. Like, I've never been able to, I, if you told me to pull my entire body weight up right now, I'd be like, no, I can't. And then balancing. I definitely can't. In the water. Yeah. When you damp. Yeah, I mean, that's why you got the sex wax, so you probably could say you stick to that shit, but that's a lot. <laughs> It's a lot of work. And his boss is pissed at him. Detective Scrubs is pissed at him because he's bringing his board to work. And he was like, I don't know what the hell you think this is. But, like, I think it's been, like, two weeks or something. And he was like, y'all haven't delivered squat. And they've already hit, like, two more banks or three more banks. So they just be out here willy-nilly just be like, oh, yeah, we'll just take some of this from the local savings and loan. I feel that I feel like they just woke up and was like, guys, let's go make a withdrawal. <laughs> it's, it's very coordinated. Like I give them that, but yeah, they just seem to hit up whatever bank they feel like it. And it's just kinda like, well, fuck you guys or whatever. Um and like <laughs> Johnny's basically like, well, this is uh, Gary Busey's idea, so I'm going to just see it through. But, like, we're going to get you something, uh, which Detective Scrubs is like, fuck that. But I don't know. I mean, everybody acts like you're supposed to shut a case in, like, two seconds. So I don't know. But also, like, if you haven't found these bank robbers, like, why are you chatting so much shit? <laughs> like, why are you talking so much? You haven't been able to find them clearly, bitch. <laughs> so let me do my job. And Gary Busey, father of Jake Busey, Please. his plan is kind of good, like, to learn how to serve, to find these surfers mm-hmm. based on the booty imprints. <laughs> um, like, it's a good idea to, to figure, like, 
to figure out who it is. Like, it's a good idea. Also, to yank out and people's it's hair. It's going to take time. Also, yanking out people's hair on the beach. Mm, that's weird, but it also <laughs> it works. I was like, what part of the game was this? <laughs> I that you get slapped, sir. I forgot they had done that. So I wasn't it like they said that they had found the hair at the scene of the crime, mm-hmm. and they wanted to study it because I guess there was some sort of toxin in it that they didn't recognize. And they are, I don't know if they didn't recognize it, but I don't remember what the toxin, quote unquote, was, but they wanted to find a match. And so, because somebody had pulled a ponytail. It was like one of the guards had yanked on one of the ex-president's ponytail. And so their thing is, like, we need to go find a guy with a ponytail. But, like, (laughs) all these people have such long hair. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm like, how are you going to do so? Um, they were snatching hair. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were snatching up people's hair. Uh, and I think, like, I feel like is this when um, they get into it? Like, because this is, is this when he was on the water and he fucked up? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I think he did that on purpose. So somebody would, like, he could get close to somebody. To snatch out the he hair. He runs into somebody, like, on the board. Yeah. And I thought he was going to get stabbed. He did. He almost, um, somebody pulled out a knife. Um, and I was like, Lord, they're going to kill Johnny. <laughs> they pull out a knife on the on the surf. And I think they cut his, didn't they cut his line or something like that? The little thing that mm-hmm. he attaches to his leg so he don't lose his board or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, so, and they basically fucked, which everybody had clowned him anyway, because he said, everybody was like, that board looks like some shit from, like, 1952. Yeah. So, he got the shit cheapy <laughs> board. Um, and, uh, I think, is this when they get into the fight? Yeah, it's like about a little rinse off. Yeah. rinse off showers. Yeah, they come over and intimidate him. It was like four of them. They all have ponytails. And I guess it's the guy from this from earlier. And they just started beating his ass. Mm-hmm. Which I was, and he's like, I got this. Well, first I was like, is he going to let himself get beat down? Um, So he doesn't, like, because, you know, he's undercover or whatever. Like, you can't be doing kung fu fighting when you're undercover. But he, he gets some licks in. He does. And then <laughs> Bodhi shows up. Which we haven't talked about Bodie, really. They've already been introduced because I'm pretty sure Tyler and Bodie were a thing. More than sure. Mm-hmm. They were definitely a thing. And um, I feel like they were playing football or something. He recognized Johnny Utah as somebody he went to school with. Mm-hmm. Very weird. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Uh, but you know, this is days back then, so you know, you would lose touch very easily, I guess. But <laughs> uh, yeah, they recognized him for being what he was an um, a football star. Yeah, he was like an all star quarterback for the Ohio State University. <laughs> I kept calling him quarterback the whole time, which I also found funny. Because I was like, Keanu doesn't give me quarterback vibes ever. <laughs> but in this one, he kind of does with that hair mm. and that attitude. They kind of, sort of, sort of kind of start 
responding. Yeah. Because Girl, it was a little awkward he, that first time with that when he shoved him in the water. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, the um, fight would have started that day. <laughs> because then he starts like Bodhi starts giving him the rundown about who just beat his ass. Like he was like, Yeah. These are like neo-Nazis. Girl, chaos. Absolute fucking chaos on these beaches, man. And I was like, what? Girl, yeah. There's like rival gangs or something. Gangs of surfers. And he's like, and was like yeah, these are this dude, this dude, this dude, and this dude. But whatever, blah, blah, blah. He just filling them in on like what's going down in the streets. Yeah, he's being welcomed into the fold. And I was like, okay. Okay, Bodie, thanks for filling everybody in. <laughs> thanks for the hot gas. We appreciate Not it. The hot gas. <laughs> Man. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's given him everything he needs, you know, because mm-hmm. he wouldn't have known otherwise. Like, and I think Gary Busey was coming over to like help him out and then. I think he's like managed to just to cover for himself mm-hmm. and then starts yelling at him once they're in the car and be like, Don't you ever go out there without your badge or what? But I was like, if he goes out there with his badge, like, wouldn't he look suspicious? Like, wouldn't that blow everything? Mm-hmm. Like, duh. They kind of like start like hanging out a little bit more. Yeah, I think he invites him to like a house party. And. This is like where we kind of get the idea that Bodie knows Tyler, because intimately, Bodie, um, um, Johnny and Tyler are kind of like boot up a little bit. Yeah, he's like with another girl, and then, um, <laughs> why did Tyler say that? She was like, "Yeah, I taught him that," because I don't know what he was doing, like making out with this girl or something, or all up in her, in her area. And he was, oh, she was like, thanks, I like it. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, this this is too close. Y'all got to look outside your friendship circle for this type of stuff. <laughs> this all shit gets messy. And, like, you just get a vibe for, like, how things work. Um, it's actually, um, were they all high? Um, probably. It felt very much like a, I just walked into a fun house situation. They probably just vibing. You know, you know, you know the vibe. It's all ry- rhythmic chanting and shit like that. <laughs> I was like, oh. You know the vibe. It feels very substance influenced. <laughs> this wasn't weed. Yeah. This was something else. Because they were up. Yeah. You know how it is when everybody cracks open their caffeinated sparkling water. <laughs> you know, the vibes. <laughs> of course. Uh, and I think, uh, I, is this when he starts getting to like the surfer philosophy, right? I, I think so. He starts talking about being one with the wave and shit. Yeah. Was, or whatever. He's giving, it, for some reason, this just reminded me of the dude from whatever that fucking movie is. What is that movie? That's Davlin's man. What's that movie? <laughs> White boys love that movie. What is that movie called? I don't. We just give me more, like oh. Britney Spears, so I could guess. Oh, sorry, it's The Big Lebowski. I just googled. Oh, okay. I, I thought googled the dude. You kept saying the dude. I no, didn't that's... know if you meant like the dude. No, yeah, like the dude, or just like a dude. No, but... like capital T H E, capital D U D. Okay. 
<laughs> no, yeah. It just feels very like everything's just a philosophy. You know, even the most basic of everyday life things um, has some huge philosophical thing behind it. And they all like listen to him and stuff like that. He kind of reminds me of Jesus a little bit. Uba? Yeah, Surfer Jesus. I mean, Surfer Buddha? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> he does have his little pack of followers. He does. And uh, Tyler also says that he call- she calls him his moonies. His little, little loyal followers. Like the cult. I mean, Bodhi is a cult leader. Yeah, he was giving you cult vibes. He seems like he gives you a lot of love and then turns around and asks you to do illegal shit. <laughs> like Rob Banks? Yeah. You know, do a little, shoot at people, shoot people, uh, rob banks, do a little drugs. You know, the basics, mm. everyday things. Uh, <laughs> and uh, um, they're also talking about some giant fifty, no, not fifty foot wave. They're talking about some um fifty year storm, like some big, like every couple hunt every what fifty years. There's some giant storm that comes and produces like these huge ass waves and like that's like Bodhi's dream to surf on, which will matter way later in the movie. Um, and so, yeah, J- Johnny Utah is basically sort of in, he's in the in crowd. Um, and they also take him night surfing. That sounds fun. It's scary. It sounded very dangerous. And I love some fun, scary shit. But I was like, even me, I was like, no, it could not be me. I mean, I like. I feel like the beach at night could be romantical. It is very romantical. Watching the waves, watching them. Ooh, watching my girl the moon just do her little dance on the waves, mm-hmm, do her little thing, show out and mm-hmm. show out. You know how the moon is. The moon do be doing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to stunt on you girls, but uh, yeah, I just don't. For him, at least, like I was like, you barely started start standing up on your board, bruh. We don't want you to drown. I mean, it's dangerously it's dangerous for Johnny Utah. Yeah. But everybody else is dangerous for everybody. For everybody else is like whatever. But um yeah, he gets like really into it. I guess he gets like a real rush, which is like the whole thing about the whole movie, I guess, is he gets this rush from being with Bodie and surfing and being so close to danger or whatever. And then um and then this is when him and Tyler also get together. Uh, mm-hmm. And they spent the night on the beach, and I was like, "Well, go ahead." Mm-hmm. That felt very like Beverly Hills nine hundred two one. Yeah, I don't. Mm-mm, that's a in the heat of the moment because if you're really thinking logically, you're like, "No, I don't know about the sand." I mean, now if hey. I mean Keanu says, "Hey, the beach is here," I'd be like, "Okay." Well, I'm putting all my logic out the window, but sometimes it'd be like that. You know, if Keanu Reeves is like, hey, babe, hey, babe, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> I mean, am I going to be stupid? <laughs> of course not. I was sitting there looking at Lori Petty like, bitch, you lucky. I'm so jealous of you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, I would keep. Blue velvet dress. That dress is so cute. I love that dress. She, 
making out with Keanu on the beach. Lucky. Wasn't Lori Petty like an it girl for like a like an art house it girl? Am I making that up? Um, she seems very artsy. I don't know. I can't tell you that. But when I was younger, I was obsessed with literally just the trailer of Tank Girl. Because <laughs> I have never seen Tank Girl in entirety. It's 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 a journey. Girl. I've seen Tank Girl in entirety. Do I remember it? It's been erased from my memory. It wouldn't even matter because every like the whole time I was watching it, I was like, I don't think I know exactly what the fuck I know it's a happening. kangaroo man. Who is? It's a kangaroo man. Yeah, that's it. her baby daddy. Not really baby daddy, but like you know, that's her significant other mm-hmm. or whatever. Isn't it Ice Tea? I don't. You said Ice Tea. Is Ice-T in it? I don't remember. I know Malcolm McDowell is in it from A Clockwork Orange and various other projects, but I do not remember who else is in that movie. It is... Ice-T is definitely in uh, Okay, that's concerning because I can't remember. <laughs> it's a lot. Like, it's, I don't even think it's that long of a movie, but like whatever... It's just bright and just it's, like, wow. yeah. I think the comic is probably considered to be way better, which Jamie Hewlett, um, for those who don't are not familiar, he's the um, artistic collaborator with Damon Albarn on Gorillaz. So he designs all the characters and all their like music videos and stuff. But he was on one when he was doing Tank Girl. And I don't even think he likes the movie. I think he's very like, like, ew about the movie. But... <laughs> If the movie is any indication of what is in the comics, girl, it's a lot. Mm. A lot goes on. So, um, I don't know. Oh, the this is the messed up part. So after they wake up on the beach, Johnny Utah realizes that he is late to his own planned FBI raid. Mm. Because I guess they have followed those guys home, the one who beat him up or whatever. Um, on the beach, they followed them home. They like installed some like a uh, surveillance, like a not surveillance, but like a you know like a stakeout crew or whatever to watch the house. And I guess they got a warrant or whatever permission to like go bust their door down. Right? <sighs> He's late to the fucking thing, and then it goes horribly wrong. So the what? the raid is a lie. The raid is um the biggest fuck up <laughs> you could do. They got people get killed in early, like immediately, all over the place. All of it is unnecessary, honestly. But a dog gets like yeeted. I didn't even see the out. dog. Like so, some in the midst of it, like people get shot. There's women in the house. Mm-hmm. Anthony Kiedis gets shot in the foot. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So that you did see him. I just don't think I recognized him. He fits in somebody, with the whole cast, honestly. So Somebody gets, they get, they're running out of the house. So they throw a big old pit bull or like a Beethoven dog or like <laughs> a big ass dog at Keanu Reeves. And he go, whoop. And he like kicked the dog out the way, oh. and the dog went. Oh my god! <laughs> I must have missed that. And I was watching. And I was like, John Wick would be your ass, <laughs> Johnny. You saw. 
Yeah, a meeting of all the Johns to discuss why you broke code. John Wick would have an issue with this. All the Johns that, that Keanu has ever played having one meeting at like a round table, like King Arthur. Mm. And <laughs> being like, Johnny Utah, you hereby <laughs> stand here for your crimes of animal abuse. <laughs> Like, <laughs> shit. He, like, throw the dog out the way. That is crazy. I don't... A lot was happening. He, it was... he almost got his face cut up with the lawnmower. Yeah, they were going to put his face in the lawnmower, and I think the dude who was holding him gets shot by Gary Busey. Um, so it was just a fuck-up from start to finish, like, because nobody could hear what the instructions were, and I was like, oh, my God, this is awful. And then it turns out that, like, there was a DEA agent in, like, like in their group, like, deep undercover, because they, are they, like, a meth? Do they make meth? I think they make meth. And he was I trying to think, so. yeah, he was trying to figure out who their supplier was. So I can't. I don't think it was a meth lab. I don't remember. It was a lot, and he was pissed because he was like, you just ruined my operation. So everything is a hot-ass mess, basically. And he was like, I was working in here for three months. Yeah. You think I like dressing like this? <laughs> this shit ugly. <laughs> this is terrible. My wife hates it. I hate it. Look at my hair. I look like shit. I mean, his hair wasn't that bad. It was very blonde, but it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Get over it, Tom Sarge. <laughs> is that what I was supposed to be? I saw yes, him in a cre- I think it was Tom Sizemore. I saw him in the credits. He's just unaccredited. Or uncredited, sorry, not unaccredited. But um yeah, so basically Johnny Utah is fucking up. Um I also found it interesting that he goes, I guess because like none of his his new friends are there, but I was like, shouldn't he have a disguise or something? Like they all know each other. So why are you showing your face out into the streets, you know? But um, that doesn't seem to really um, come to anybody's mind as, like, an issue. (laughs) Mm. Uh, um, And so then I guess they go and, what, rob another bank? And they're... Mm -hmm, While all this happens. I forget what happens, but I think, like... Somehow Keanu figures out, or Johnny Utah figures out that they're gonna rob this particular bank, and so we need to be there. Um, and so it's him and and Papas and uh, Papa. Why is this is? I felt like this was very Gary Busey <laughs> to be very um, concerned with what's happening in Calvin and Hobbes. Mm. Like, extremely concerned enough to miss the fact that the damn Buick shows up and here these motherfuckers go hopping out the car with their masks on and their bags ready to collect a bag. And he has sent... They on it. Then he has sent Johnny to go get him some sandwiches or whatever. Because he was just so fucking hungry. He was like, give me two tuna fish sandwiches, Ugh. give me some meatballs, give me some lemonades. Yeah. And all this shit. And I don't know why it was like really focused on it being like seven dollars. I was like, damn, nineteen ninety one, all that shit was just seven dollars. Oh, was it really? Like forty dollars today. Yeah, money. (laughs) And I was just like, damn. Guess what? The minimum wage probably was probably fucking 
a dollar fifty. Yeah, I was like, mm. <laughs> bruh, just trash. Yeah, I I didn't recognize that. I'm sure gas is fucking. 99 not even i feel like i remember when gas hit like a dollar and everybody was like so um i don't know maybe closer to like you know 40 cents maybe gas i remember gas being less than a dollar okay i do and i was not born i mean i was only like a what a toddler in 1991 Let's let's go let's let's fact check fact check this. Somebody put the um put the Jeopardy music on here. Okay. Gas prices nineteen ninety one. Oh, okay. It was actually okay, it was actually more than that. It was a dollar fourteen. Okay. Ashley talking about it was forty cents. It had to be because I remember it being like a big deal when gas. Like I don't know when, but like it just like jumped one year to being like really like abnormally high. But I just don't. I mean, I don't think gas was. I don't think that was that bad. One fourteen is closer to forty cents than it's not. (laughs) I mean, fair point. So I was close. I, you, I, I'll give it to you. Yes, please give it to me. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't say it was nine cents for a, a loaf of bread. You're like, gas only costs a nickel. <laughs> Can you imagine? A dollar seventeen or dollar twelve? I mean, I wish. Bam. At one anyway. point, it was a dollar. Like early ninety one, it was eight dollar, and in nineteen ninety two, sorry, I'm really nerding out about this. It was actually ninety nine cent. It was ninety nine cents in March of last year, but oh god, let's not get into that. Please don't talk to me about gas prices now that I live where I live because god damn it, (laughs) just getting around this bitch is just a fucking hassle. Um, so uh, after he pays for his. Little seven dollar meal. He realizes that the bank's being robbed, and um, I don't. I think they make a clean getaway out of the bank, but then they give chase. Is basically what happens. Like there's a long, I feel like there's a long car chase, and then there's a long chase on foot between yes Johnny Utah and was he wearing a Reagan? There's a Reagan. Mask. Yes. And of course, under the Reagan mask is Bodie. But they don't actually reveal themselves yet. Well, okay, so this is the fact that thing. So, like, again, Keanu doesn't have a mask on. He doesn't have any disguise, which, of course, like, that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. But then, like, they can tell that it's you shooting at them and chasing them. Yeah, because you out in the open, you got on your work clothes. You. You a cop, sir. Yeah. And they can see you. It's very copish. <laughs> like, we can tell they you. They can see you. You got a gun in your hand. Like, what, you're not just chasing after him for fun. Like, I don't I don't know what he thought, you know, like, if he was going to solve the case and that the end of it. But, like, he chases them out to some, I don't know if this is where, like, the L.A. River is. I don't think this is it. But it's, like, some dry bed, dry river bed. And he, like, 
I want to say it was dry riverbed, but he jumps off, fucks up his ankle, <laughs> and he has a good chance to shoot Bodie, and they make eye contact, and this is when he's like, <gasps> I can't, and shoots up in the air and yells. Which is what um, Danny has it. Danny Butterfit Butterman <laughs> does in that name again. These names. Danny Butterman. <laughs> these names does in um um Hot Fuzz. What's his name? Yeah, Hot Fuzz. Yeah, you know he's like, have you ever fired your gun in the air and gone off? <laughs> this is exactly what he's talking about. I mean. I don't really know why. I feel like this is when he... I mean, he had basically... I don't know. Because, you know, like... Uh, I don't. You do all that work, and then you get down to it, and you can't, like, pull the trigger. Which sounds violent, like, as I say it. But, like... I don't understand going into all that work if you're just going to, like, do all that at the last minute. But I guess he just... I don't know. I didn't think he had really hung around Bowie that much to like get so starry eyed, but I guess he really did. He just really bought into the whole thing. I mean, they did nice surfing. Yeah, that'll bring you together. And also beat people up together. That will always bring people together. Mm-hmm. Once you watch the moon dance on the waves at night. <laughs> You bonded for life. That's your bae. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. And so, um, <laughs> the next part of this movie, actually, everything after this movie, I was just like, what on God's green earth? Because clearly, like, they know, and they're like, like, the ex presidents know it's him. And they're shouting at each other and being like, what are we supposed to do? He's a federal agent. Like, what the fuck? And this is, like, pretty much your fault. <laughs> and I should have shot him when I had the chance. And it's your fault, Bodie, for bringing his ass over here. Um, but he, like, this is, first of all, this made me laugh so hard. Is that they have not been robbing banks just for the money. Um, they've been robbing it to make a statement. I mean, good for them. That's art. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I was like, nobody, because they were like, oh, we're showing those people who sit in their tin cars or their tin cans on the highway that, you know, I don't know, that there's more to life than, I don't know, going to work every day, like, some shit like that. (laughs) I was like, they don't really care when you've robbed the bank. It's art. I mean, you're not stealing from rich people. You're stealing from just other poor people. I mean, their money is insured. That is true. But you know, they'll get their money back. You're stealing from the bank. But you know how banks are. Which is an institution. You know how banks are. You know how banks be. Also, they'd be scaring the shit out of these people. Like, (laughs) all they want to do is just get their shit and go. They just want to go to the grocery store. Here you go. So, um, I mean, they haven't killed anybody. That's, like, the one, I guess, good thing. But also, like, come on. So, um, this is also... Oh, well, first of all, he's like, I'm going to take care of it. Like, we don't have to worry about him. And so, I guess the first thing... Either he tells... 
Tyler or Tyler figures it out herself because she's always like, why are you always look like you're about to tell me something important and then you don't tell me? But she figures out that he's a cop and not a lawyer like she had like he had told them all that he was. And <laughs> she came out with the gangster <laughs> wake up call and almost shot him in the head. Yeah, she threw it at that pillow. That's impeccable aim, because I would have... <laughs> I would have, like, sneezed and... Ooh. Anybody else, I felt like it would have been like, a, oops, I got your ear. <laughs> or worse. And, like, I can't even play like that. <laughs> no, no. That's not something... And be like, why did you... <laughs> That's not something you play about, <laughs> unless you know what you're doing. Cause you can't take it back. Yeah, she shoot the pillow. Like, why are you a lying motherfucker? Yeah. Ooh, like remember like when Foxy Brown um tried to shoot her boyfriend or her brother? <laughs> <laughs> Can we revisit that movie one day? I just need to rewatch that movie. We can't. She was like... gonna shoot Link in the face. <laughs> Cause Link does what? Play too fucking much. <laughs> But, yes but she's like yeah is that true like do, are your parents even dead and of course his parents are not dead because he's a piece of shit and he be lying um and yeah she is fucking hurt by it and i don't even know if she kicks him out or whatever but his cover is definitely blown because i feel like he would have been like like if he had put Bodie in jail I don't even know if, he, if she would have, like, I mean, would he have told Tyler that he was a cop? Or would he have done it after and, then, like, expected her to be okay with it? I think he would have been like, well, my job here is to <laughs> I mean, he seems to really like her, given the next. But also, he ain't supposed to tell nobody about none of this shit. He isn't. And so, like, yeah, if you tell somebody, I mean, you fucked up. Mm-hmm. Big time. Because a lot of times they won't even, like, cover your ass. Like, if you work for the FBI or the CIA, they'll fucking leave your ass right there to die if they have to. So, yeah, I wouldn't count on telling anybody, I guess, that your cover was your cover. Because that's not going to work out well for you. This next scene was so confusing to me. <laughs> because I don't... I. I don't know if they just come and grab him from the house. I don't know where they grab him from. But, like, Bodie and them show up and just be like, hey, bro. Come on. (laughs) Let's go skydiving. And I was like, okay, surely everybody knows that everybody knows. But I guess he can't say no. Because that would look suspicious, but if everybody knows what everybody knows, then would it really matter <laughs> at the same time? But he goes. Yeah, they put him in the truck, and they go, and... Well, I don't think... No, they were like, we're going to go for a drive or something like that. I was like, ooh, shit. And <laughs> they end up going to a plane... Um, which is going to take them skydiving. He's like, it's the best rush. You know, some people do drugs and some people, I don't know, do whatever. But this is like 
better than all of them combined or whatever because it's like a real like it's it's done 100 percent naturally like you don't have to worry about you know the after effects unless you wind up splat on the surface of the earth because that's always a possibility yes uh and this is the time where i was like uh surely johnny knows that they know like does he not realize that they know he is not bright <laughs> in any anything. Oh, Keanu, you're so cute, but Lord. <laughs> uh yeah, they go up in this the plane and um, you know, they're passing out the packs for the shoots and whatever, and like they're like Bodie packs his shoots really shitty and sometimes they don't even open half like I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and so then they're, like, trading packs. And then, like, one guy is like, no, you don't want this pack. You want this pack. And you don't want this pack. You want this pack. And I was like, is the fucking pack not going to open? Which is my immediate assumption. I don't know what your assumption was. I was like, um... Like, surely someone's going to die on this jump. I thought they was going to play chicken. Oh, like they both go. As low as they can go. Like fall to their deaths and then do it or whatever. I mean, like you, I mean, I feel like skydiving kind of is like play chicken because you got to go to like a certain height before you even open your parachute. Because otherwise you literally will just be sitting up there forever. Slowly floating down. (laughs) You're playing chicken with the earth. I mean, with gravity. Yeah, with gravity, with physics, with science (laughs) in general. Uh, But, yeah, they're all in, like, this is also funny to me. Johnny was having a great time. And I was like, you do know your life is in danger. (laughs) Not even from this. He's like, this is awesome. (laughs) I love it up here. Oh, my God. I was like, do you realize, like any number of things like they know and I know you know that they know so like what are you doing (laughs) and uh at one point they're like we're not landing on land which I was like where are they gonna land which of course they end up landing in the water but before that they had done like this link up and so like the four of them had linked up and then they're like come on Johnny come over you can do it or whatever and I was like what are they about to do they're gonna just like strangle them like what are they gonna do (laughs) And they didn't do anything. I was very confused by this entire scene. <laughs> I guess that's the thriller part of it, because you don't know like what's going to happen. But I was like, "Is this is someone going to shank him in midair? Like, what's happening?" It was intense. Yeah, uh, and it happened. It lasts for a long time, and they do end up ending uh, landing in the water, which seemed dangerous to me. I feel like that's even more dangerous than just landing on your feet on land because what if you get tangled up you know like and you gotta get out the parachute like what if you hit the water wrong yeah what if you hit the water like at like a bad angle or something or upside down i mean i hope not but like (laughs) shit happens yeah it that like i like the Filming of the like skydiving scene, 
That's like one of the most memorable moments for me. The ones, because like the movie, like the middle part of the movie, like ran together for me. Yeah, it's just like a bunch of stuff and then that awful raid. But this is kind of when everything gets more defined as what's the real, I guess the real action part of it, maybe. But like it cranks up after this part. Well, after he throw that dog, honestly. <laughs> I don't want to go back and watch it to see if he throws the dog. But I just, every time you mention it, I'm like, how bad was this throwing? He ain't a dog. Oh, no. Like, yeah, after he throw that dog, I was like, oh, this movie is on one. That poor baby. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, Bodie takes this time to, uh, say, here, I got something to show you in this anonymous van. And I was like, this is when he's going to murder him. No, um, he shows him a video, very grainy video footage of Tyler tied up, bat, like, gown, gown, bound and gagged. Uh, and I guess they have some other dude they know named Rosie who's basically like their attack dog. And they're like, yeah, at three o'clock, he's going to gutter and I won't be able to call him off. And I was like, this is <laughs> very intense. Like, you gonna have your ex-girlfriend killed? What? And they're going to make Johnny Utah um, rob a bank with them. Which... Because he, because Bodie's like, yeah, watch this, watch this. We got some home video. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> then he's like, yeah, we, isn't that right? Special Agent Johnny Utah. And I was like, ah. I was like, he took all fucking day to do, <laughs> to do that. I was like, y'all jump to y'all's deaths and whatever. I scream. <laughs> I was like, ah. <laughs> Was, he knows, buddy knows. I mean, I didn't even have to know. They made eye contact. But I don't know why Johnny Utah was playing around. Because they've been like, oh, when they had told him, like, yeah, we're going to go out and stuff. He was like, well, actually, I can't. I, like, hurt my leg yesterday. And they're like, yeah, we noticed you were limping. And I was like, put the clues together, bruh. Obviously, they know. <laughs> And so then this turns into like, I don't know, Chaos Central. They got this man robbing mm-hmm. banks and shit. He robs a bank. People get shot at the bank. He doesn't, People die at the bank. He does not have a mask. This robbery do not go well. No. Yeah, usually the robberies go really well and nobody dies or anything. And he is not George Bush at this bank. Yeah. So. Why? I mean, they didn't even give him a mask, but they didn't have. I mean, they usually work as like a four piece not a five piece or something so they let him go maskless on purpose so that the security cameras will capture his face and then like he'll be arrested for um the crime and uh that will you know jeopardize his work at the fbi and all that shit and so uh yeah i don't (laughs) There, I, Which is kind of dumb as well, because all they have to be like, it's like, so what happened here? And he can be like, well, this happened here. I don't know if they do that, though. Like, to maintain this whole air of, like, we don't know what the fuck is happening. Sorry. Like, I really do feel like they'll let people, like, hang them out to dry 
if they can get something out of it, you know, if they can like crack a deeper case or something like, I don't know, maybe I'm thinking too law and ordery, but like, I feel like really they like will leave you out to like, bro, you got to figure out by yourself. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, who Johnny, you saw, oh, we just know Johnny Kansas. Sorry. <laughs> Because when they came up on the scene, bro, they definitely arrested him. They were happy to. This movie is a mess. (laughs) I think, uh, so, okay, when they arrest him, because then they had, they were mad too because they were like, look, look, it's all your fault. Like, there was like a dead cop and there was like a dead guy who had like had a gun on him, which I thought he was an FBI agent, too, but then I realized he was just, like, some guy, and then somebody else had died, too, and I was like, god damn, and Gary Busey's like, well, don't, you know, don't make him do, like, the perp walk or whatever, like, let me take him in, and then, you know, that was just a ruse, <laughs> so they could follow Bodie and them to Santa Monica Airport, where they're loading up the money, um, onto a plane and all this other stuff. And they're all covered in blood. I feel like Bodie had got shot. Didn't Bodie get shot? I think he so. wasn't acting like he got shot. <laughs> His other friend definitely got shot. But I could have swore Bodie got, caught a hot one like in the leg or something. But he was moving like it wasn't nothing. So I don't know. But they managed to get on the plane, and, like, Johnny gets on the plane with them, and, you know, he's all, like, calm off and stuff, and it's just a lot. They end up flying to Mexico, and then this is when they, girl, this is when I was like, you're fucking kidding me. (laughs) They all jump out of the airplane with their chutes. And Johnny's like, shit, like, I don't have a, you know, like, he's getting away or whatever. <laughs> and uh, Johnny decides to jump out the damn plane with no, no parachute. Yeah. And. Gravel into Bodie. Bitch, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, it's serious, but like, is it that serious? Is it that serious? And I think they had, because he had brought out this pistol, which I was like, damn, this shit is from, like, 1867. <laughs> this long-ass pistol. And he would, like, Bodie basically, like, oh, well, you know, you you have to pull the cord. I don't know. They were, like, this is when they were, like, playing chicken with each other. And, like, oh, are you going to pull the cord? No, you pull the cord. Like, and they're just, like, plummeting to their deaths. <laughs> and I think because Johnny didn't want to let go of the gun, but he had to to pull the cord. So they didn't die. And they like, I don't know, he pulled it so late that like they basically go crashing into the earth. Which I was like, ooh, somebody should have not walked after that. <laughs> I don't think. They should have been more fucked up. Everybody should have been more fucked up. There should have been a lot more bruising. There should have been a lot more limping. Some twisted up limbs. You know, arms facing the wrong way elbows turned in not out you know yeah i mean do you tuck after like you tuck to like oh like a t- shield stuff like a like a barrel roll <laughs> like a yeah you tuck it 
I don't know. Like when you rolling down a hill, just something. oh, that probably fuck you. Up. Just don't land on your um, on your feet exactly, because ciao. He a cruncher. Crunchy crunch. Snap like little princesses. <laughs> like what's his name from Tales from the Hood? <laughs> oh. Yeah, don't do that. Especially from the height of I don't know how long, how high up in the air they fly on planes, but don't do that shit. And uh <laughs> and I think by this time, uh Bodie's other dude fucking died, which I didn't even realize <laughs> until they had to leave his ass there. He fucking died on the way down. I think he was already like dying because he's losing so much blood, but like he was just like in a heap on the ground. I was like, oh shit. And then um <laughs> uh I think Rosie had dro- driven like the, a random van up to the scene and he ended up getting Tyler back and I think she's about to tell him that she loves him and he was like well not right now (laughs) which sent me (laughs) he said something to that effect and um yeah Bodie gets away Bodie and Rosie get away with all that money but does he dun 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 cause I think it's like nine months later or something to that effect where they're supposed to be in Australia and there's this giant storm hitting Australia and like it's like some you know once in a lifetime type of storm they gotta evacuate people and stuff like that and Johnny goes down there to the shore because everybody else is like is anybody else down there and they were like, hell no, I'm not <laughs> in their Australian way. <laughs> How do you say that? Everybody's just say, oh, is it is it no? No? No. No. I can't do it. I can't no. <laughs> God damn, this is another time you make it fun of somebody's ass. I can only I've been since I don't know if it's gonna be in the episode, but you know, we had our beans on toast talk, but I've been practicing y'all. Oh shit, okay. Beans on toast or something else? No, I've been practicing for like months. Are you ready? Oh, God. It's cheese day. Oh, come on. She did it. Mm-hmm. Everybody was looking like, hell no. I'm ready. Oh, you ready? Mm, I'm ready for that. You ready to catch cheese day? You ready to catch a flight? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm almost there. <laughs> and it's not turning into Bert from Mary Poppins. And I'm proud. <laughs> <laughs> Please. You know, it's a jolly holiday with Mary. Uh, you got it. Okay, come on. Yeah, see, she said she didn't like musicals, but I couldn't give you that off the top of my head. <laughs> so, hmm, hmm, hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, so, uh, yeah, he's in narrow country. Um, and they're like, basically, like, nah, nobody's at the beach. Like, why would they be at the beach? And, um, he goes down there because I, for some reason, I thought he was going to try to surf like an idiot. And I was like, please, like, surely we're done <laughs> with, with that part of our life. Like, we've closed that chapter. But no, he finds Bodie there. And he's basically like, I've been tracking you because somehow Rosie didn't even make it out of Mexico. 
somebody must have, uh, I don't know, maybe he was talking shit or something, but somebody killed him in Mexico, and then I guess Bodhi went out on his own, and he's, like, been in, like, Southeast Asia and stuff, like, he found his passport, which I was like, how do you find somebody's passport in one country, and he ends up in another country? Like, that don't make sense, but, like, unless he had multiple passports, but, like, I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> and, um... Bodhi's like, you know, don't put me in a cage. Like, what am I going to do? Blah, blah, blah. And they're, like, fighting and beating the shit out of each other in the water. And I think he tries to drown uh, <laughs> He tries to drown Johnny at one point. And I was like, oh, shit. And then doesn't realize that he's been handcuffed to Johnny. And Johnny's like, we're going to go in quietly. And he's like, no, man, just let me, just let me do this. <laughs> He's basically begging. Let me walk this last wave. Yeah, because it is really going to be his very last wave. Because I don't know how tall those waves were, but like you're in a storm already, and then you know everything else is just not. <laughs> it's like kind of rocky terrain too. So I was just like, this is not. This is not going to end well for you. This, I mean, from the rain, the sharks, <laughs> the waves, Bodie about to meet Uncle Charles at the crossroads. Do you think there'd be sharks when it's raining? Like, not that it affects them. I don't know. But I don't know if they would want to come to the they, service for I that. Know. I gotta ask a shark what's up with that. Yeah, let's go ask Bruce from, um, what's that movie? From Finding Nemo? Finding Nemo. Yes, let's go ask the giant great white. How he feels about rainwater on the surface <laughs> water. <laughs> I just don't feel like they would want to be bothered, you know. It doesn't seem very fun to, like, come up to the surface and just have all this shit, like, happening. And when everything is chilled down below, but, like, you know, on top. like. But that might, like, shake up some snacks. I mean, maybe, but I don't think, like, the ocean is such a weird, scary... <laughs> because of so, how little we know about it even though it's like literally right there but like um i don't know if the waves really get like i don't think all that turmoil on the surface really gets down very low to be like shaking up treats you know he might get a little snacky snack little snack pack <laughs> some fruit snacks some gushers yes because that's what all great whites like gushers i mean People are gushers for great rights. That's true. That's a very good analogy. <laughs> That's a great analogy. That's very true. Little bite-sized treats. I regret saying that. Sorry. No, no, it's very... I mean, you know, no anti-shark propaganda, but also, like, I mean, squish, squish. <laughs> I mean... <sighs> we're the gushers for shirts. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. Um... And so the police arrive, and they're like, Johnny, you fucking idiot. Like, why'd you let him go? And he's like, I didn't let him go. He's like, well, we'll just get him when he comes. I let God. Girl, via con Dios. (laughs) (laughs) As a longtime King of the Hill fan, I screamed. (laughs) I screamed. (laughs) Because, girl... (laughs) I forgot what that character's name is, too. I haven't watched King of Hell in so long. But, like, that was his, like, little, like, <laughs> his little line. 
oh man I was like this is so extra and so like dramatic (laughs) but yeah he said go with God my guy and lets him go out to catch that wave and curl I'm surprised he even got out there really without dying but yeah we don't see Bodie no more Bodie gone Bodie is gone and uh, yeah, uh, I guess Johnny decides not to be a cop anymore. Instead, throw he throws his badge in the sea, and that's the end. Yeah, he probably gone back to California, get that sex wax, <laughs> open up a, a surf shop or something. Oh yeah, and be like, remember the time I busted you and all your friends? <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know you guys don't like me, but I'm back, guys. I wonder what happened with like him and um Tyler. Yeah, he won car. Lori. I don't know if you can mend that relationship. You got me kidnapped, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know you can't. You really can't just mend that rift. In your relationship. Yeah. You know. I would feel a way. Yeah, that, I would definitely feel a way. Had you almost had me like beheaded or gutted or whatever that man was going to do to her. Yeah. That, no. That's not weird. That's that. <laughs> well, it was good while it lasted, I guess. Yeah, those three days. <laughs> this really was like the shortest fucking time. Like fell in love two times this cute little work week yeah monday i learned how to surf tuesday i got in a fight wednesday you know had a terrible raid thursday robbed a bank with my bestie with my bestie and (laughs) you know long weekend later until i'm in australia Letting a man die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's his last wish. He didn't, I mean, the Lord took him. The Lord did call him somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This was a, this is a film. <laughs> mm-hmm. Although I would say this is better than I remember it being. I think the first time I watched this, I was like, what on earth is all this? But I don't know if I was just, like, was not in the mood. Because I, like I said earlier, I did not remember a big old chunk of this movie. I remembered, like, some of the chase scenes, but I didn't remember any of the end. <laughs> I didn't remember the raid. Uh, So, yeah, it was kind of like watching the movie for the first time, honestly. Same here. Like, it, if you're new here, a lot of things leave my brain as soon as they enter. Mm-hmm. So, it was like, this is my third time watching it because a lot of things leave my brain as soon as they enter. Um, so, it was refreshing to rewatch, revisit. Yeah, it's like kind of fun in like a serious way. Like, it's not humorous, like on purpose. Like, it's not a comedy. It's not really Mm-mm. jokes but it's like fun and like because i mean it's surfing mm-hmm. you know there's lots of good shots of the sea and of the the swells or whatever the hell they be calling the waves and like 
And, you know, there's actually some really good shots of people actually, like, on their boards and stuff. And so, it's it's fun. It's not like, you know, there's a nuclear bomb you have to detonate. Like, it's not one of those movies. But, you know. Mm-hmm. And like I said, Keanu's always fun to watch. I've watched him in several films. Some good, some absolutely horrible. But... You know, if anything, if you don't like the movie, just look at Keanu. Like, he's right there. Yeah. He does never disappoint in the in the looks department. So, <laughs> if you don't... It's worth it. Yeah, it's worth it even if the movie is ass. Because <laughs> at least he's fine. Yeah. So, this is one of those times when thirst watching can work in your favor. Because a lot of times it does not. And we know that firsthand. Yeah, yeah, we we learned it last night. <laughs> My goodness, uh, that was last month. That, that was, was definitely dude. last month. It feels like a hundred years ago, but we have put it behind us. <laughs> That's where it's gonna stay. Yeah. So, I mean, would you recommend this movie? I feel. Yeah, I mean. They identify people by looking at their butt cheeks. So hey, yeah, that's always a good time. I forgot about the butt cheek stuff. Yeah. So and it has Gary Busey. So yeah, father of Jake Busey. Father of Jake Busey. Is, so it's a recommendation for me. Where has Jake Busey even been? And I've only seen him in one thing. The Frighteners. Oh, that's that movie you and... told me to watch. You were the one who told me to watch that movie. I was trying to figure out who told me to watch that. Because it was it's on. the Frighteners. He's in the Frighteners. Starring Michael J. Fox. Yeah, it was. And Jeffrey Combs. It was on some streaming thing. And I was like, someone told me to watch this. But, like, I'm not in the mood. But, like, I can't remember who told me to watch this movie. Also, this very old, very terrible TV show called Shasta McNasty. And it was starring Jake Busey and Dale from the Mickey Mouse Club. You, and I watched you it. You see my face right now. <laughs> And it was called Shafts and Nasty. You can see my face right now. My hands are covering my eyes. Wait, you don't? Do you not know Shafts and Nasty? I feel are you like... judging me for knowing Shafts No, I'm Nasty? judging you for both. I don't know it. And I'm also judging you for just... It was on UPN. <laughs> it came on around the time of Cal- um, Homeboys in Outer Space. Wait, I would have been watching... Uh... UPN around this time. This came out in ninety nine, nineteen ninety nine. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. Mm-hmm. Rap rock band. Mm-hmm. Shasta McNasty. Oh. They changed the name to Shasta because it wasn't doing well. And then it got canceled. Yep, I watched it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you a long time fan. Mm-hmm. Mm. I was I was out there. I mostly watched Shasta Nasty because Dale, um, I, longtime fan of the MMC, you know. I have only watched um, what's that show that was based off that movie that Tarantino did that I cannot remember. Oh, from Dust Till Dawn. I don't know why mm. that had me um, in a tongue twister but um yeah i watched that because he was on there and he was a little creep on there and i was like well, all right <laughs> all right but um yeah that show got canceled um un- like they never really gave it like a ending or told us it was canceled just like stopped coming on tv so that was fun um 
but yeah, he was very uh, creepy on there. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's that's the vibe. That is the vibe. So um, yeah, but I mean, I don't know what Gary Busey's doing these days. He's on cameo apparently. Isn't everybody and their mom on cameo though? Not people I want on cameo. Wasn't like there's a lot of R and B singers on cameo. Isn't Tank on cameo? Is Tank on cameo? I think he was because I was sending y'all people's people's cameos and being like, "Look at this!" And I because remember Dowlin didn't know what it was, so she was like, "What mm. is this?" Because <laughs> cameos are not cheap. Mm-mm, they cost too much money for some people. Yeah, I I know we all had to you know get our our bags back um, after last year, but holy shit! <laughs> I know co- like a lot of drag queens are on cameo. That's how mm-hmm. I first found out about it because um, Juno is on there, Juno Birch, and then I know Koch is on there. Um, but she's always like, yeah, I don't want to do this. <laughs> so sometimes she feels like it, sometimes she does it. But yeah, uh, you should order a cameo for Gary Busey. How much is it? I don't want to look at Gary Busey's prices. <laughs> um, because I feel like I would have to pay extra to get Jake in there. So Oh, no yeah. Thanks. Can I have you and your son? <laughs> Can I see both sets of teeth together, please? please Thank shut you. Up. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> It's three hundred fifty dollars. Oh, that's not bad, but I give you But then you have to pay twelve dollars to just DM him. Oh no, that's expensive. He's out here playing uh, the guitar and stuff. You might get a you, you, little song. You want to serenade by Gary Busey? You might. No. Yeah, you might. You might get that. So. That's always an option, y'all. Get your favorite uh, celebrities on Cameo if you have the budget. Um, I, I would say that this is a pretty recommend... Like, I would say I would recommend this movie. Um, like I said, I'm not really, like, super big in, like, action action or whatever. Because eventually I just, like... I don't know. Some action scenes are so goddamn long. You're just like, okay, well, like... We're on, like, our 20th explosion. Like, all right. And I've just, like, tuned it out or whatever. Um, but I think this is pretty pretty well done. It just it takes some twists and turns I wasn't prepared for, which I <laughs> definitely was like, all right, cool. We're jumping out of planes without parachutes. Like, we are just definitely doing some things. <laughs> so, and, of course, I love Keanu. So I'm not going to say, like, don't watch Keanu. Like, Obviously, I'm going to say yes, regardless. So, um, so yeah, I think this is good. Um, again, I would like to watch Near Dark. If somebody who watches, or not watches, if you listen to this podcast, hear my plea, hear my cry, put it somewhere I can watch it. Before I have to take drastic Help us out. Help her out. Help me out. I just want to watch your damn movies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. It's, uh, how, everything is so complicated now with streaming. It's not even fun anymore. Like I'm like, you remember you used to find a movie that you hadn't like been able to watch in a long time, and you like, oh. Now I'm just like not even. I'm not even jazzed by it anymore. But hmm. yeah. So um, I would like to know if you had like a secondary sort of compliment movie to this if you have one 
I don't, but you have a perfect one. I do, and I didn't even realize it until I was in the middle watching this. And I was like, of course, dummy. Why didn't you think of this? So, like, when you first, you suggested it. Like, duh, girl. Um, Because it is a franchise that I hold near and dear to my heart for the last 20 years. <laughs> It's really been 20 years. Holy shit. Um, yeah, this is basically the Fast and the Furious. Mm-hmm. The first one. Um, in which mm-hmm. one, I don't even know what Paul Walker's character's name is. I don't know what anybody's character's name is. It doesn't matter. Um, Paul Walker is like an undercover cop. I don't know what division. Who? It does not matter. Um, who gets in with a bunch of street racers led by Vin Diesel. And their whole thing is that they're a family. And family sticks together, even though y'all mm-hmm. steal DVD players. <laughs> and they take life a quarter mile at a time. Is that what it was? Quarter mile? Eventually, in one of them films. Yeah, a lot. I mean, you know, don't don't plan too far ahead because you know what? When you're robbing people, um, you can't plan for the future because there's always a chance that future will be disrupted quite easily. <laughs> By the police. So, yeah. But when I was watching this, I was like, duh, girl. It is, like, exactly that. Minus the fact that he doesn't have a partner in this. <sighs> Tyrese becomes that partner later. Speaking of people who shouldn't be on the internet. Um, Please, delete your account. Please. <laughs> We're begging. Don't tell me nothing else that Tyrese is doing. So, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, but yeah, this is like, they're like, not the same movie, obviously, but it's very much like the same type of characteristics, um, and relationships between like the main two characters where, um, you know, he's clearly invested. He falls in love with the sister. Um, he doesn't go on any of the, you know, robberies and he obviously knows that it's them. He knows pretty early that it's them, but uh, yeah, and he definitely gets a bunch of people killed, so, <laughs> like, I don't even know how they forgave each other after that. I'm gonna watch those over again. I got time. Go revisit. There's, what, eight? No. Nine? Ten? Uh, nine, what, nine, come, nine comes out? Yeah, they're going to outer space or something. I haven't watched the tra- they, trailer because you don't have to convince me. I'm going to see it. I think I think it's nine. Also, you got Hobbs and Shaw. Now that I'm not interested in because I don't. I mean, I don't like Jason Statham. They go Roman Reigns is in that, so that's why. Oh yeah, you got The Rock, and then Roman Reigns is in it. So I purchased it. I have no context for any of it. Yeah, but I watched it. I forget. Uh, when Shaw Shaw comes in later, he's not in any of the early ones because, like, I think The Rock joins the cast in like Fast Five or whichever one they go to Brazil because they have this big old fight. And I was like, look at these two big ass motherfuckers beating the shit out of each other. Love it. I was like, that sounds hot. It was. It was sweaty because they were in Brazil. They're crashing into pe- pe- poor people's houses and shit. So, you know, because I mean, like, like, come on. They're like in the slums of Brazil. Like those walls aren't very sturdy. So they were ruining everything. And I was like, God damn, you're ruining everybody's shit. Mm. But um, 
yeah, that was a good old long ass fight scene. That had to be like 10 minutes. And I was like, shit. Can you imagine? I don't know how tall Vin Diesel is. He doesn't really give me tall people vibes, but we all know that Rock is definitely tall and big. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know about Hobbs and Shaw, but um, Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns, I mean, I ain't going to turn that down either. Mm-hmm. I'll probably be a YouTube clip, though. I don't have time to watch that. But the rest of them I would watch. Uh, but, yeah, if you've never seen those, like, everybody thinks they're, like, really stupid movies without plot. And, like, as they go along, like, there's only so much you can do. Now it's really just them outrunning the law, I think. <laughs> or working with the law while also being outside of the law. But, like, at the first part, it was, like, a pretty simple concept of infiltrating these this subculture of, like, street racers and... You know, it was cute. It's a good rewatch, so if you were not, like, in, in middle school like me, bored as hell, uh, you should watch it. I don't know what it's streaming on, but... Probably HBO. Yeah, I would say if you watch any of those movies, watch the first one. I think they all are on HBO, actually. I got my movie night settled. So, but yeah, it's like almost a dead ringer <laughs> for the, like the same movie. So, um, yeah, I don't know how many, can you imagine there being like eight Johnny Utah movies? I would watch some of them. <laughs> when they go to Japan, girl, wasn't Bow Wow in one of those? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in Tokyo Drift, which I think is the one I have not seen. There's like mm-hmm. two. He was Tokyo Drift. He was. There's two of them I have not seen because I was like, I don't really care about these people. <laughs> but then they managed to like bring it on back home, and there's like a girl. Listen, those are entertaining ass movies. If you like explosions, I don't understand why you don't like cars flying in the air. It's almost the same shit to me. So, but yeah, I would suggest that movie. My passionate speech about the Fast and Furious franchise. Oh, yeah. The perfect thing. It really, actually, really is. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's our uh, show. Um, I guess, Brittany, tell the people where they can find us. As always, you can find us on Twitter at BLK Girl Film Club or on Instagram at Black Girl Film Club. You can listen to the podcast wherever you stream your podcast. We're on SoundCloud, iTunes. Um, Anywhere you can listen to them, um, add Black Girl Film Club. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, if you just want to tell us you love us, if you want to hear us say Johnny Utah, <laughs> you can send us an email at blackgirlfilmclub at gmail.com. And as always, thank you guys for listening to us. We really appreciate your support. Um, yeah, I believe that's it for this episode yeah shout out to super yaki for sponsoring this episode i don't know if we gave them a shout out yes. last time but they've been hanging with us uh for these last couple months and somebody definitely thought i was talking about a weave shop i was not talking about a weave shop <laughs> when i was talking about my order came in uh their t-shirts and other apparel and yeah it's great yeah, I actually building up a quite a collection. I did not realize I had that many shirts until I did laundry. So, um, yeah, give them a shout out. Um, go hit up their website. You can use our code. 
for 10% off. Yeah. Um, and yeah, say hi to the homies for us. Yeah, we love them. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Should we tell the people what we're going to watch next next couple episodes? Um, we are getting ready for summer. Yes. We're going to inhale. And what we finna do? We go exhale because we've been waiting. Um, next month, Come on. we are going to watch. We're going to be watching Waiting to Exhale. Mm-hmm. And we also been in the house for a long time, right? Sure and what we need to do, get that groove back. So we're going to be watching <laughs> how Stella got her groove back. Yes. Yeah, I didn't realize these are both uh, Terry McMillan uh, books. I feel like I knew one of them was a book. I don't even know if I knew Waiting to Exhale was a book. I'm really mm-hmm. not well-versed in Terry McMillan, although I am familiar with her name and, like, some of her other works. But, um, yeah, this is the Terry McMillan double feature. I don't think that was planned unless Brittany planned it that way. But... My... Yeah. (laughs) I tried to give you the benefit of the doubt. (laughs) Mm -hmm. She said, actually, no, I'm diabolical. So... (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, so this should be fun because... Beautiful black women, um, getting revenge mm-hmm. on soundtracks that go off. Um, Angela Bassett, um, Whitney Houston, Whitney Houston, Loretta Divine, Miss Loretta. Who am I missing? I'm missing someone out of the waiting exhale. Well, uh, waiting to exhale cast. We got Whoopi Goldberg. We got Tay Diggs. We got Gregory Hines. We got. I need to stop calling this man bubblegum. But no. <laughs> oh, Leela Rashawn? Yes. Okay, my bad. Um, yeah, we have a lot of beautiful people. Listen, let me tell you something. Donald Faison. Was in what? He was in Waiting to Hex- Hexer. I can't wait to see this up close. <laughs> yeah, that's Lord of Divine Sun. Oh, I know he's a fuck up. He's just a young man. <laughs> That I'm smelling himself. Oh, <laughs> did I? You never heard that phrase? No. Is that like I'm oh. like I'm feeling myself, or is it? Yeah. Okay. He's just smelling himself. Okay. Then maybe I have, but I was thinking in the context of being like, you know, no, not like he must. Be. No, I mean, I was thinking more in the context of just being a deadbeat at the house. Nah, PlayStation he's just out here. Nah. Okay. I'm excited because I don't even know if I've seen Donald Faison with a bunch of other black people before. <laughs> yeah. As terrible as that sounds. It's going to be awesome. It is. And Angela Bassett in How Stella Got Her Groove Back is literally the like pinnacle of beauty. When she was at that dinner table with that gray eyeshadow, like that gray silver eyeshadow and that like, oh my God. And like, I think she had like brown lipstick on. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is the one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Full stop. Same so when she I can't wait set to that car on fire. But. <laughs> yes, I can't wait. I cannot find, I finally, like, I don't know why I've not given Waiting to exhale, like a full watch. I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes I feel like I'm not in the not not I'm not in the mood, but I'm just like I gotta have like no distractions to like absorb the classics. And usually when I'm like watching 
movies for the podcast is like the only time I don't have distractions or I make it so I don't have distractions. But yeah, um, I've definitely seen how Stella got her groove back and it was a delight. And I don't know why I thought it was like supposed to be like super raunchy, but we can talk about it. No, it's, 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 a, it's a time. Yeah. Beautiful black people. Yes. <laughs> I know it's a big deal because what is like the age difference between the characters or whatever? Well, Winston and Stella. Winston. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He's like yes. in his twenties or something. She's like kind of like early. And she's 40. Yeah. She's in her early 40s. So like, yeah, I remember mm-hmm. that being a big thing. Because people are like, oh, let me find me a young somebody. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's weird. But, you know. <laughs> let me get a tenderoni. <laughs> yeah, let's get you a young tenderoni <laughs> to have a hot girl summer with. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so this should be interesting. I think the movies are both on Prime and somewhere else. Hulu, maybe. So you should definitely um, Hulu. definitely watch with us. Like, we're not sponsored by any of those companies. Like, we just want y'all to watch the movies with us so you can, like, chime in. Which, of course, if you've listened to this podcast, I'm sure you've seen those movies before. <laughs> I'm just the odd man out here as usual. So, yeah, join us. That's gonna be for June. Should be really exciting. Um, and, you know, let us know what you think about this episode. Let us know what you think about Hot Fuzz. Um, any action movies you would suggest for someone who doesn't really see it for action movies? Me. Um, and so, yeah. Is there any other announcements we got? No, that is it for me. Okay. And I am also done. <laughs> All right, guys. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.